Hey, have you ever been on the job hunt? We are Jobs Across America, connecting you to thousands of jobs you can apply for today. Listen in for new job opportunities and gain practical strategies on how to obtain them. Welcome to another episode of Jobs Across America. I'm Brianna Strobel. And I'm Jean-Paul Renard. And today we're going to be talking about how do I ask my boss for a raise? It can be something that's an uncomfortable conversation at times, um, especially because it deals with money and a lot of people don't know how to go about it. Um, So we're here today to offer some insights. JP, you want to start? Yeah. So yeah, I think you, you said it perfectly right away with, you know, speaking about Money is always uh, complicated, you know, both professionally and personally. Um, but I think that if you uh, utilize the right strategies and have the right tools in place, it'll make those conversations less uncomfortable. And I also would love to be able to, you know, bring that also back today and talking about, you know, the reasons why you potentially will be asking for more money in, in a particular job that you have. So I think that the number one thing for me, Brie, is if you're going to ask for a raise, there's probably a few items that you got to take into consideration uh, prior to going in and asking for that raise. One of them is timing, right? So does your company have a company policy around when evaluations are occurring? Right. Um, And are you aligned with that? And then uh, once you can sort that out, I think it really becomes how well prepared are you to have that conversation. Um, And I think one of the important things that we are, I think we should talk about, we would recommend is doing your your market research. So understanding what your title is paying within the marketplace and seeing if it's aligned uh, with what you're being paid today at your current employer. And I think that if you go into those conversations well-prepared, understanding what the marketplace uh, is dictating for that position, I think you're going to put yourself in a much better position to have a very competent conversation with the person you need to have that conversation with. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. And um, if, if you look actually online, not only for the salary that that job is paying, but look under the requirements of what is expected of you for the job. You can look in and it might say you need to be able to have uh, these skills in these software computer programs or, you know, you need to have a, a high level of leadership or whatever it's requiring. Go into there, note some of those down, ask yourself, am I covering these bases already? And if you are, it might be, yeah, time to ask for a raise. And those are good things to bring up in your conversation. You make a really good point. It's something I even think about going into this podcast today. Uh like if you look at other positions, let's say you're, you're, you're doing ABC job and the marketplace has a specific certification or additional education that pays additionally, then that's something for you to consider as well. If, you don't, if you're mm-hmm. missing that right. certification or that education to say, wow, if I go back and I get certified in ABC or if I go to school for another year and get a degree in such and such then that's going to put me in another classification in regards to to salary. That's a great mm-hmm. point. Yeah, it uh, helps keep you educated and just on top of your game. And 
you'll be coming from a place of, of good vocabulary, knowing exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Exactly what yeah. these things are requiring. So some things that I know are, um, as an employer, I've had, as you can imagine, hundreds, if not thousands of these conversations. But I, I hopefully myself and, and our leadership team are doing a really great job in overpaying great people. Uh, so that we're not having these conversations and they stay well in line with kind of how our timing is as a company. But there are some things that I know are very helpful in going into that conversation. So is one is, you know, doing your market research, right? I think that's really, really important. Also, when you're in that conversation, don't bring your personal life into that conversation. Right. Right. It should, it, you're, the reason you're asking for potentially more money is because you've identified a few things. You've identified that potentially you're underpaid in the market, and so you want to you're you're interested in making sure that you're at at par or better than what the market is paying today, and that you're providing an enormous amount of value to the company you're working with. Yeah. So you've made this incredible impact, and you're continuing to make an impact. And then the third thing, which is really really critical, and we can talk about this a little bit later is do you see yourself at that job in the future? So is this a short-term fix for you to just get a couple more bucks? Or, you know, you're, you're, you're exceeding market, you're exceeding value to the company, you're below market value, and you see yourself, you know, potentially being with that company for a longer period of time, for an indefinite at least period of time. I mean, yeah. those things warrant the ability to go out and, and have that conversation. Yeah, and actually looking at the long term is a great way to help you actually get the raise. Because if you see, you know, the five-year plan, the 10-year plan with it, hopefully you see yourself accelerating and growing and growing. And when you see those positions, th that's another good thing to talk about is, hey, look, this is what I want to do for you guys eventually. This is where I want to be because I think I can get your company to a better place than it is at. Um, so if you prepare not only for the job that you're in, um, you prepare for maybe the next step up, but if you prepare for several steps up in the future and you know more about that role, you just, you sound like someone that has a lot of ambition. Well, you probably do if you're doing research. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and if you're looking at it that way, you probably do. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a great yeah. way to, um, to keep your mind focused and happy. Because, you know, not only are you just pretending to be better at your job to get a raise, but you're actually knowing that you're going there and it'll ultimately keep you happier. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I get a lot of questions no matter where I go around some of the keys to my professional success. And I am constantly really communicating to people that ask me that question is one, I need to set the standard of my excellence. Mm -hmm. So even if I'm working with a company and my and the expectations are set at a certain standard, I'm consistently exceeding that standard because my expectations of my excellence is typically at a much higher standard. Um, so if you're looking to continue to advance and to be able to have that conversation with uh, your boss in regards to increasing your salary, you need to bring into the equation that you've demonstrated that you exceed the expectations from the job that you're doing today, not just for them, 
Yeah. But for you as an individual, because you're trying to be very successful at what you do. Right. And I know um, because I work with you, I see amazing individuals that work for us in the company. A lot of great leadership, um, people that are really driven. Is there a personal story that you have, JP, where someone really exceeded that expectation for themselves and are happy with their jobs? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think you, you're right. We have these in- uh, just amazing individuals that we work with yeah. that go above and beyond. Uh, they uh, not only excel at what they do individually, but they're so incredible what they do. They put a lot of pressure on me personally to really step my game up. Uh, so the, there's a couple of people that work for us. I can think of, uh, I mentioned him to you all the time, is Jesus Ugalde, who works oh, yeah. for us. Um, and Jesus is a person I've been working with for over a decade now. And I've learned more from him than he's probably learned from me. I, I contribute to his success, but his ability to to excel at what he does and exceed exceed the standards and the expectations has allowed him to grow from what I what I remember originally, I hope Jesus doesn't kill me to tell talk to you about like where he started with us. And he was like in program management to going into a vice president role and growing with us. But it isn't because Jesus is just likable and just this wonderful guy, which he is. It's because he's just excellent at what he does. Like he's just amazing. And he, it's easy for us to have that conversation for when he needs something or, Hey, I, I, which typically in that situation doesn't happen because we're, we're always taking care of each other, but it's, I I just want to give him stuff. Yeah. Right. You know, because of how he just over, you know, overperforms. Yeah. So um, I'm sure he had a mindset of of comfortability with you because he knows you and um, you're a great boss. Um, But a lot of times and he may have been as well, you never know. A lot of times people are a little bit afraid going into these conversations. Like, what if my boss says no? Yeah. What what advice would you have for everybody? You know, if that has that fear. Wow. It's a great question. So what if my boss says no? Let's let's evaluate that briefly. Um, so if my boss says no, have I done the proper preparation to that call? So have I thought about those three elements, right? Am I bringing value to the company and the, and the, and, and the capacity that I have and what I'm doing? Uh, have I done my market research, right? And do I see myself at this job in an indefinite period of time. So if I've met those and I'm still getting a no, man, oh man, you know, I'd have to tell you that I'd have to get some advice from the public or the people that we work with to say, what would you do if you've met beyond the expectations and you're, and you, you're, you're not being paid market value or you're, or you're at market value, but you're still looking to grow. Yeah. Right. Because growth is critically important for your, for your happiness and, and all aspects of it. Maybe it's time to find another job. Maybe, uh, one of the skills, uh, one of the strategies that you can deploy is ask why. Exactly. You know, why isn't, uh, why don't I have this ability to potentially get, get this raise and it, see if it's a timing thing. Mm-hmm. And if it is a timing thing, then I would highly recommend that you set milestones. Mm-hmm. You say, all right, then on such and such date, we're going to revisit this conversation and I'm going to put it on your calendar and us for us to have this conversation. 
and maybe setting that. What do you think? Do you think that's a decent strategy? That's a great strategy. Because even, um, even if your boss seems a bit unapproachable and you do have this fear because of that, these type of conversations will increase their respect for you automatically because you're confident and you're coming forward and asking how you can improve. It shows a lot of ambition. Yeah. No, I think you're That's right. Nice. You're spot on. But you're spot on. Let me tell you something. There's there's a there's a really great link uh, that we can share. So we'll try to post it okay. on our, our on our social media pages. Um, and it's from mentalfloss.com. They have a really great article on best ways to ask for a raise. Mm-hmm. And I touched upon some of those things today and they elaborate in, in detail on some additional items. I would highly recommend it. Um, but I also want to really um, emphasize the importance of you as an individual to set a very high standard for yourself, not just for the company you're working with, but for your own, for your personal life and how you want to grow. Bria, you know me pretty well. You know, I'm a really big proponent that progress and growth is what equals happiness in life. So when you're having these conversations, they're much easier to have with someone, with your boss, let's say, if you're happy where you're at Mm -hmm. and you feel like you have opportunity to grow both professionally and personally. If those two ingredients are missing, then you really need to take action. You need to really say, well, regardless of how much money they pay me here, I'm not happy here. And this isn't the right place for me because I'm not growing. And I am a very big believer when you're not growing, you're not happy. You know, I I look at uh, my life as a river. It it needs to kind of continue to flow um, and nurture. If it's missing that, then you need to evaluate. And I would highly recommend, um, and you see this in our office every day, if you're going to make big changes in your life, you have to take massive action. Yeah. And whether that's asking for a raise or evaluating where you're at to decide, is this the right place for me where I want to work because I'm growing and I'm feeling some fulfillment in working here? Yeah, that's great. Um, this might be a good time to transition to our daily connection moment. Um, we do have a little bit of an announcement on some jobs that are available. If you happen to be one of those people that are looking for work or not happy where you're at, might want to consider these. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. So the, the market, as you know, is still blazing hot. Uh, all kinds of positions open. We, we will encourage you, uh, whether you hear on in this podcast, if there's a position open or not, to send an email to jobs at dwsworldwide.com and we can connect you to potentially thousands of opportunities. There are two opportunities that came to me from a recruiter this morning uh, that I thought would be great. Again, this is New York-centric. And I'll make sure, we'll make sure in the next podcast that we're talking about other segments of the country because I think there's two weeks in a row or two days in a row that we're mentioning yeah. New York. <laughs> uh, but in the Bronx in New York, we need a ton of cooks, apparently. So we need cooks. Yeah. Brianna, do you cook? I do, but um, I think I might not be happy as a cook. I'd rather be sitting at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Oh, well, then, you know, I, I mean, cook, I cook for like 5,000 people at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in case you change your mind, there's a job in the Bronx. And you know why I know okay. you won't take that job? Because it's cold in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't do well in the cold, right? No. <laughs> but we, but if you don't want to cook, you can also take blood out because we need phlebotomists in Mount Kisco in 
upstate New York and Westchester. Well, it's not quite upstate. It's Westchester, New York, for this amazing medical company out there. And they're looking for several phlebotomists. So if you're a phlebotomist, please put on the subject line in your email, uh, either cook or phlebotomist, <laughs> and tell us that, uh, and so that we can steer you in the right direction with the right recruiters that are looking for that. Uh, I forget exactly what they're paying, but they're paying fairly well for those positions. And I know that there's several positions open for it. Awesome. Yep. So you're going to email that to jobs at dwsworldwide.com. I think that's all I have today. JP, do you have anything else to add? I'm looking forward to talking tomorrow. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for joining another episode of Jobs Across America. I'm Brianna Strobel. And I'm Jean-Paul Renard. And we'll see you guys next time.